Detailers. The entry-level coating game started in 2016 with Anyo Ceramic Coatings. With its unique single-layer composite technology, Anyo allows detailers to achieve greater levels of success faster. With an application cost under $15, the deepest gloss levels and ability to apply in under one hour makes Anyo perfect for daily drivers needing two years of protection. That's right, two years protection for under $15 per install. And because you're a listener, get an additional 15% off with code DETAIL15. So get the coding that launched the entry-level coding game while others are just now trying to change their game. Anyo Ceramic Coatings, available on the Detail Supply app. And remember to use the code DETAIL15 to save 15% off your purchase. Hey, y'all, it's Noxie. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the pain assassins on Facebook? No, Noxie, what's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain assassins started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude. And they make sick merchandise, so you always have fresh gear to wear. Whoa. <sighs> anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Paint Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex, and tonight, coming all the way from the Facebook penitentiary, is <laughs> Mr. Rain Albertson. How you doing, Rain? Good, man. Hanging out, hanging out, uh, waiting for my parole board hearing Facebook. Yeah, again. yeah your your, uh, your twins been uh, taking your place, apparently, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a habitual offender, apparently. Yeah, you are. <laughs> apparently, eventually, the parole board's just gonna say, "Nope, not. <laughs> he, he can't. He can't go back." Well, it's crazy. They, the, the shit they find to ban your accounts is is nuts. I've been put in Facebook jail for 30 days one time for a post I'd made like four or five years prior. Yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> I I got one the other day that was like. You can't post for for twenty four days for one that I made in like July of last year. This is ridiculous. Like, I was, and I like tried to appeal it, and and it's like, like there's no appeal. Like you just click, no, no. you just click the button, and it's and then it's like, oh no, we looked at your appeal. No, you're. I mean, like, I I don't know. It didn't really do anything for me. I was still allowed to post um, and see things, so I, I don't oh, okay. I don't know what the ban was for, but whatever. It was stupid. Um, <clears throat> So let's get into it, man. So, so we had you on the what's on your mind. Um, I think it was like the second one or something like that. So 
Um, I know a lot of people probably uh, listen to that and uh, um, probably get a little bit of, of a taste of who Rain is, but I wanted to bring you back on, give you the proper treatment with the, uh, okay. with the podcast and whatnot. So tell everybody who you are, where you're from, and uh, what do you do? All right. Uh, Rain Alverson, originally from Hanson, Virginia. Uh, was there for 18 years and joined the military. Like the winter after I got after graduating high school, right. uh, before I joined the military, I was working and I did a Botech half of you know my senior year, half a day I spent at Botech doing uh, auto body stuff and and paint shop stuff. Right. That turned into an internship at body shops, and then I got a job at a body shop, well, a couple body shops, bodyman's helper, painter, painter's helper, doing a bunch of prep stuff, and ended up in the paint booth spraying cars when uh the head painter decided to go on a cocaine bender (laughs) (laughs) so i did that for a while and i enjoyed it but the money just you know wasn't there at all they didn't want to pay the helper what they were paying their head painter so yeah i dipped out and joined the military and uh i still stuck with painting for a little bit i had a couple of almost every base has a a auto hobby shop and a lot of them have, have uh paint booths in them so I had a couple of contracts at a couple of different bases where, you know, somebody came on base and one of their came to the base out of hobby shop and one of their car painted. I was the guy with, you know, sanded prep, right, everything ready and painted cars. So that was that was my, I guess, how I started out working on paint was in body shops and doing the prep stuff. And first polishing was in the body shop with a big ass. You know, 1979 Makita <laughs> rotary, and the yep. car would come out of the oven. They'd be like, "Here, buff this car," and they, you know, figure it out. They didn't, because half of them didn't know what the hell the body men didn't know what the hell they were doing buffing the car. Right, right. And I sure as hell didn't, so I had to kind of learn on the fly with that. Right, right. But, uh, Sink or swim, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so. I did always been into cars. I think most people that are into detailing have some kind of passion for cars. Right. That's at a young age. Uh, and I've always kept my cars clean. Always, you know, tried to stay up on the detailing products and whatnot. And I did 24 years in the military when I retired. I didn't know once or what I was wanted to do for, you know, for income. Right. And started doing the detailing things started taking it more seriously took a couple of training classes uh when i was out in california uh with mcguire's they have a awesome program they do every every thursday night from like march through october i think it is uh they have like an open night garage i forgot what they call it uh open night garage the thursday night garage right and then they have some other uh Excuse me. Having some other classes on Saturdays, like wet sanding and and rotary buffing and all different kind of stuff, and it's it's totally free. You just sign up on the forum. That's pretty cool. First ten or fifteen people that sign up, they add you to the list, and you go down there and do your thing. Get to play with polishers and compounds and paint and stuff. It was it was really really cool. And I I was like, okay. And I did first couple of paint corrections with you know newer compounds and stuff that were out and the newer DA machines and right. just had a knack for it. And I, I, I liked it a lot. I was like, okay, this is something I can turn in. I can turn my hob- hobby that I'm enjoying into making some supplemental income. Cause I don't, I don't have to detail to pay bills. Right. And 
of course it helps the military retirement and disability is not no one's rich that's just getting that yeah so, exactly way to get way to get pocket money and more more car parts and shit so yeah <laughs> I, i've been enjoying it i uh see when i moved to we moved to ohio this may will be two years ago now and i eric klein at klein's detailing at the time was having a igl training certification class and mm-hmm. i signed up for it reached out to him told him what i wanted to do like you know hey i'm looking to get my llc in ohio when we moved there from california you know, i'm in your backyard i'm just you know professional courtesy i don't want to just come in and like be undercutting you or be shady right. in any way and he's yeah. like no nah, there's, there's enough there's enough clear code for all of us yep. you know so <laughs> so that worked out good i ended up uh getting the IGL certification with him and started working. I worked at his shop shit, but I've been the whole time until he, uh, until he closed down his shop uh, in August of this past year, right? August, September. But I started working with him and Brian Raby and it just made sense to, instead of trying to find a, my a dedicated shop space here of my own, because I'm I'm only here temporarily. My, we we only came here because my, girlfriend got stationed here from california right so it's a temporary space yeah i think you said on the what's on your mind you guys were planning to move to virginia or something uh yeah we've been talking about that but uh i've that's on pause right now uh, i'm still waiting on uh my my dad lives with us he's, oh, okay. he's lived with us for three years now <clears throat> and back in october he had a stroke so oh. He's doing well. He's recovered great, but he's still got a lot of therapy. He's still doing right. like, you know, he did the physical therapy, the occupational therapy, now the speech therapy and getting his like hand-eye coordination and peripheral vision back right to where he can drive and be independent on his own. Right, right. We're still working on that. And I didn't want to rush it or I didn't want to move like across state lines with, and have him find new doctors and new treatment yeah. people and therapists and all that. So, so the moving part is kind of on hold right now oh, okay yeah so i'm just uh just hanging out i i go uh i go where uh klein shop was brian raby was working with us for the for like a first year right and then when eric moved down to east side auto spa brian took over the lease on the building and now he's running his detail business because because between the two of them and dayton if you're getting your <clears throat> if you're getting high in detail and work done it's those two half guys. The, yeah, half the car, half the car scene was going to Eric, and the other half was going to Brian. And when they joined forces, like they, I mean, Dayton's not a huge city, but they, right. you know, they were well over six figures a year for, for a detail shop in this area it was pretty impressive. So nice. it made sense to link up with them and have a partnership with them. And I, I still do my own thing. Like uh, my girlfriend, she works on base. I know some people that are retired in this area. So I, I have a few customers here and there and whatever I can't do in my garage, <clears throat> I'll use a shop space. I'll go down and help Brian. I'll, like he'll have a, like last week he had a truck that needed to be polished and coated. I was like, I'll come, I'll come put eight or nine hours in. I'm polishing the truck and getting it ready. Give me some shop space so I can coat my own customer's vehicle. You know, that same. So we do a little labor trade and it, it works out. It's pretty cool. I've gotten yeah. the, put my hands on a lot of cars I otherwise wouldn't have because like I said they between the two of them they pretty much got the whole area on lockdown yeah yeah they always seem to be cranking out um some pretty nice stuff I mean 
I mean, I've been following, I guess, Eric for a few years, ever since, probably ever since I got into IGL. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then Brian too, you know, once he took over. So and it seems like he's, he's, uh, you know, doing a real good job taking over for, for Eric kind of deal. I mean, oh yeah. He's, he's hit the ground running, man. He, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't look like he's taking the foot off the accelerator at all. No, no, no. He, yeah. uh, he's a grinder, man. He busts his ass. He's the first, when he first started, when it, you know, the, the shop switched names to be shiny detailing, I think yeah. he worked like, I think he said it was like 43 or 44 days straight before he took a day off because it was just balls to the wall. Yeah. And uh, the only time it slowed down really was in the past three weeks where we had it snowed and then five days later it snowed again and then five right. days later it snowed again where people like the phones just quit ringing and people were canceling. And then all of a sudden, say so it was last week or the week before, he filled up the whole month of March in like fucking one day. <laughs> the phone wow. just blowing up. March yeah. filled up in a, in a, like I said, it filled up in a day. That's awesome, man. That's got to be a great feeling. But no, oh, yeah. I, I always get, I always get a little worried when I kind of book like out that far and everything, because then I always feel bad for the people that are like, you know, calling me now, you yeah. know, to be like, well, I'm, I'm two weeks out. I'm three weeks out. I'm a month out. I'm a month and a half out, you know, whatever, because I don't like turning down money, you know, like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, but at the same time, like, you know, I don't want to hire somebody that I'm going to have to pay, you know, $15 an hour or whatever, just because somebody with a $200 interior, a $300 interior needs their car done now and not, you know, a couple weeks out, a month out or something like that. Oh, yeah, for that's, sure. That's, that's kind of the, yeah. You know I mean? Like that's kind of the, uh, you know, the, the struggles that I, that I feel with it is, you know, like I hate to say no, but at the same time, I'm not going to go hire somebody just to do that one job and then, you know, whatever, don't have anything yeah. for them. So um, I, so I usually just, um, uh, send them out, send them to somebody else that I know. Yeah. And that's the thing, people that want the work, they don't, some of them now they, they know they, yeah. they get, and and some of them that's a sign of okay i'm i've called the right place yeah exactly because a, a shop that's got immediate availability that's it could be a hundred different reasons but you know right right we know, we know what the reason is yeah exactly well don't say that because i'm sitting on availability right now <laughs> just because i'm I, I i'm in my i'm in my slow part uh, march always the so, so spring break is this coming up week for us here and, okay and every year like the week leading up to spring break spring break and then kind of the week after always dies off and then like we kind of shoot out of a cannon come yeah. into march beginning of april so so uh i'm like i'm, I'm just kind of enjoying it for right now um you know, it's, it sucks, but it's, it's kind of nice to have a little bit of a slow period, but just, because, oh, yeah. just, no, because, I, I know, just because I know what's going to be coming up soon. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And, I, and I've told, uh, Brian's called me a couple of times. He's like, man, I'm sorry, dude, the phone's just not ringing. I don't got no work. I was like, I'm cool. I'll, I'll play Xbox today. I'm, I'm, I'm not hurting. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and, a good thing in your situation. Again, you know, you're not, you're not dying for it, you know, so anything yeah. extra is just extra like you said, pocket money. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I, and I do a lot of my stuff. I make a lot of my, a lot of money this, I'll make a lot of money this summer traveling. 
I go, I'm going to uh, back down to Pensacola. I go to Pensacola and Virginia Beach area two or three or four times a year, both of them. And because I got family and friends in both places. And uh, when friends get a new car or whatever, they'll hit me up like, hey, I got that. My one buddy, his wife's got a new, uh, what is it, the new Genesis GV80 or whatever. The oh, okay. new, yeah, Those she's got one. Nice. She's got one being delivered. It was supposed to be delivered like this past week, and now they're saying another three to four weeks. Oh wow! But he said, "Yeah, I'll fly you down to hook her car because I did his uh, Explorer ST when he first got it last like December, right? On a different trip, and so I'm doing his wife's car. I got a boat to do, and to every time I go down to Florida." I have to turn work away because I'm like, I'm only here for two weeks or I'm here for a week and I'll have like 10 people wanting to get their car done. I'm like, I just, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Squeeze it in. Yeah. Make so, an appointment yeah. for the next time I come. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So it's, that's cool. And then like I said, I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, Tuesday of next week, I'm flying out to uh, Vegas to see Tommy and do, yep. have them do their, uh, the Genesis actually, our first Genesis certification yeah. event since COVID started. So yeah. Yeah. That's a big deal. That, that should be a good one. And you guys are going to get to play with the uh, the graphene, right? Yeah, there's a. I didn't know that was public knowledge, but yeah, there's a. Oh, Tommy said it. Tommy said it on the podcast. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because cool. Vin, Vince asked him if he was going to have it there, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." They're. Uh, I'm looking forward to that because it's talking to Rick and the guys overseas that have been testing it. They're because everybody <laughs> graphene's already been. It's, I think it's like 50-50. Half the people, half the detailers are like, oh, this is cool. This is going to be the next big thing. The other half is like, graphene doesn't do shit. Like, stop it. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, on, so many- I'm on that side of the fence. Just because I, I don't think there's enough graphene in it yet to really call it graphene right i mean like like i like i like what igl did you know i'll 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 always say they did it right you know like the graphene infused right yeah they're not calling it a graphene coating they're just letting you know that it's in it's got you know it's infused with graphene and i think the wording was perfect with that um but i i did talk to so like i've i've become pretty good friends with uh rudy frazier over at uh um kaizen detail in in northern scotland we had him on the podcast last week okay Um, and he's he's angel wax um certified and all that fun stuff in fact he's actually i guess pretty close with john the chemist um so he actually has some of the graphene and he's put it on his car um on the hood because he got the sample of it to try out and um and he's he's been telling me for weeks man he's like he's like mate He's like, I just spray it down with water and let it sit out in the sun. He's like, I've been trying to spot it and it won't water spot. Yeah. Um, that, he's like, he's like thing, I've, heard, I've heard that from a lot of people that have played with it and tested yeah. it and with the only difference in the formulation being the addition of the, whatever they're using. I don't know that much. Like it's the reduced graphene oxide yeah. or whatever. So it's, I said, I was a, I was a hundred percent on the side of, this is marketing hype. This is another yeah. buzzword. This is because right. it, gets, it, it gets over the market gets overwhelmed with the shit. And it's right. And then you got that say, like you said, they're like, oh, this is a graphene coating. Like, no, it's really not. Like, right. And then, then you've got like Adams and, and Turtle Wax and Armor All. You know, everybody's got yeah. graphene and everything now. You know, graphene, Jason, you know, Bruno's favorite is, is the graphene tire shine. 
you know, he, just <laughs> right. loved, he loves it. He's like, come on, man. They're putting graphene in tires shine now. You know I mean? You know, so, so it, it's, it, I get it. It's, it's a marketing word. It's, you know, it's, it's the latest thing. It's, it, you know, the DIYers don't know any better. They just hear graphene and they're like, oh my God, you know, yeah. they look, they look up graphene to see what it is. And then they're like, holy cow, like I can put that on my car. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I've said it on the podcast numerous times. I'm definitely on the iffy side of, of graphene being in coatings and things like that. But, but from what I've, you know, not only heard from Tommy and, and Vince and, and, you know, now Rudy, um, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how the, the angel wax stuff really plays out and, and, you know, how much, I mean, I know, like Tommy said, at the end of the day, it's, it's still, it's still Genesis with graphene infused in it, you know, how yeah. they're doing it, but I'm curious to see what percentage that they're getting, making it a better coding than what Genesis already is compared to kind of like what everybody else is doing. For sure. And, and I've got, a, I, Rick was supposed to be, he was going to be sending me a, a sample of the graphene Genesis. And since I'm going to Vegas, he says he's just going to send it there because nice. it's easier to send everything because he had to send a bunch of stuff for the, right. for the class they're having. But yeah, I'm going to put Genesis on half my hood and the graphene, graphene on, the Genesis on the other half. I actually was thinking about putting some uh, the graphene infused Kenzo on on a panel too versus old Kenzo because old Kenzo is getting harder to come by. Yeah, I, I want to see the difference because it's like you said, I'm, I'm slowly opening my mind to the idea of graphene because just because of the credibility of the people that are claiming right pointing out its advantages, they're not they're not going to put out some shit that's not been tested and not not been proven right they're not gonna put their name on it especially yeah. these bigger companies like igl and now angel wax and i agree with you 100 igl did it 100 right it's right. graphene reinforced it's not they're not saying this is graphene this is magic like well i forgot which one it was was it ethos i think it was ethos they're like oh yeah it makes your panel and it makes the panels 10 degrees cooler in the sun with this coating on it versus not Oh, wow. oh shit. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even hear that claim, but that's oh, oh it was. I don't want to misquote it, but it was, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was ethos. And was talking to one of the guys on on one of the forums, and uh, he was just talking about Kevlar, the same material used in Kevlar bulletproof vest, and all this. Right. Like, that's that's irrelevant. Yeah, but Kevlar well, I mean, is irrelevant to a coating and how much graphene is in the coating and what it's right. going to act do and the one atom thickness and all that shit like just stop it if you have a good product it's gonna right. it's gonna prove itself on its own merits it doesn't need all this other separate shit well and that's the thing with graphene too i mean the whole the one atom thickness stronger than you know or 200 times stronger than steel like that type of stuff but that's 100 percent graphene yeah. i mean Which you're not gonna put on a vehicle's paint ever right and and you know, you'll never get a hundred percent graphene in a ceramic. I mean, there's really not even a hundred percent ceramic in a ceramic. I mean, <laughs> right. usually it's like in that 80 to 90 range kind of deal yeah. because of all, because of, then you have to have your carrier agent and you have to have your, your other stuff or whatever to make it all kind of work. I think, um, and I, I don't remember who we were talking to about it. Um, uh, but somebody mentioned, when graphene gets to like 51% and a coating, that's when they feel like it'll be a true quote unquote graphene coating. 
Yeah. Um, which which would be right because then there's more graphene in it than anything yeah. else, which would give a, a better deal. Um, but again, I mean, it, graphene's so expensive. Like, I mean, I can't imagine if somebody could really make, you know, a, a majority graphene coating, whether it's 51% or 80%, that little bottle would probably cost us as detailers what we charge to do a car you know and then you got to imagine right. what you got to charge your client you and, and the first thing i'm going to ask you is does it stop rock chips does it right. is it scratch proof right. is it scratch proof is it scratch proof you're going to be like no they're going to be like oh go fuck yourself it's yeah 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 just give me the old stuff that you know has been right. great for years so yeah i mean i i don't know i mean i'm curious to see where it goes um you know, who knows? I mean, you know, as fast pay, as fast as this industry changes, you know, I mean, it could be, you know, another year, it could be two years, it could be never, I mean, who knows, um, yeah. you know, with the technology and, and, and what people could do, but, um, but I definitely see it's it, that it's, everything's going to start gradually kind of shifting towards the graphene and oh yeah um, especially I, if like you said the, the reputable people that are you whatever formulations are coming up with yeah. and they're seeing like rick said it directly to tommy because tommy was like he's like dude graphene is getting roasted over here in the states by every detailer on every right. form ever yeah. and and rick's like he's like i don't know what to tell you man the only difference in the genesis this version of Genesis and the future version of Genesis with the graphene is the graphene. And it's a noticeable improvement with the water spotting right. and some other attributes that we, you know, obviously we still need to test out. Yeah. But uh, I heard with the graphene, it also has a darkening um, effect on, on yeah. too. Um, I've heard that too. It, it darkens the panels, um, which is kind of, um, I, you know, silicon, the silicon carbide that, uh, <laughs> um Seacorch just came out with it it has that effect i've noticed on on some of the cars i've been putting it on it it gives it a little bit the um, thick yeah it gives a little bit more of a darker look to it um kind of like if you're kind of like if you're doing a 50 50 so this you know kind of deal so yeah. um but when, once it's all on there you know it, it all looks right but i had the uh one of those, uh, you know, typical Mercedes silver gray kind of colors, you know, the, 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 the one they make like a bajillion of like yep. that color. Um, that's where I, that's where I really noticed it when I was doing, when I was laying down the hood and I did half the hood driver half and went over to the passenger side, I could tell that the driver's side had a, like, as I was walking from the, across the front of the car from driver's side to passenger side and the lights were on it. I could tell that it had a little bit darker of a look okay. that, that gray. Nice. So, um, you know, it's, it's interesting how some of the different, like you said, with like the sick and there's titanium based coatings. Yeah. We've, uh, who was it? Brian was talking to Jeremy Lynn and okay. who's with CS2 and yeah. he was talking to him about titanium based coatings and how much, of a difference it makes with a titanium based coating as a wheel coating versus a regular coating that didn't have titanium in the right the, it's like you could we coated one wheel with uh because like uh, angel x legacy wheel coating is titanium has titanium right. 
and we coded one wheel with it, one coat, one wheel with uh, IGL wheel, which IGL wheel is one of the best. It's a really, really, really resilient wheel coating. I think it's yeah. a really good wheel coating. Oh, it's it's excellent. But uh, you can see a, a a visual noticeable difference in the gloss on. I, I can't remember if they were polished. I think they were chrome. They're chrome for uh-huh. some big ass twenty six inch chrome wheels where you could. There's enough surface area with them side by side, you could see the difference. It was right, right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. The, the the titanium is is a fun, stressful product for me. Um, I, that's why I'm glad that uh, Secrets came out with sick and kind of did away with titanium. Um, down here in, in our humidity, there's. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, you got to be quick. <laughs> you know, you oh, yeah. put it on and wipe it off fast. The one thing that is cool about the titanium though, and I, and I think that's one of the, the, the neat things that, you know, Vince always says with the, with the legacy being that way um, is, you know, if you, if you get a high spot or you get a spot that's rough coming off, you just reapply. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's and, so super easy right, to work with. Yeah. You know, um, so, you know, you, usually it's, you know, if you get in, if you get in a, you know, problem spot, you just reapply and, and, and then wipe it off real quick. Um, but yeah, yeah. When I would do, when I was topping, um, C courts with, with, uh, um, when I was topping UK with C courts, um, being that the, the, the C courts was the titanium one. Um, yeah, there was, there was no plan around. I mean, it was, it was put it on, get it wiped off super quick. You know, it was yeah. almost have a towel in your hand ready to go. And like, you, you had no time to go, go put an applicator, set an applicator down and pick your towel up and fold. I mean, you had to be ready to go with it. Um, I've so, noticed that same thing with uh, K2 at the top. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what everybody's saying is, is you got to be super K2 fast top, with it. It's, oh man, it's, it, and it was, this was, we did one. It was back when it was still snowing outside. So uh-huh. the temperatures were low, but humidity was really high. Right, right. And I thought with the temperature being low, I was like, okay, well, I'll, we'll have a little more time to to level and play with it. And it still that humidity, even though it was yeah. cold heat outside, we had, you know, we have a gas heater in the shop, but the humidity was crazy high because it was snowing. Kind of snowed for like three days that time. And uh, yeah, you, you had to wipe the top off immediately. Like it was like you said, as you were, as you were finishing out your, yep. <laughs> your first stroke, this shit was already starting to rainbow. I was like, Jesus, oh, yeah. this yeah. needs to come off now. And that was one of the things I learned from uh, Danny Chong, like back in the beginning, um, because I would, you know, I would I'd be like, man, I'm, I'm letting this sit up for like two or three minutes, four minutes, you know, like it says, and, and, and it's, it's flashing way too fast. And Danny's like, and he's like, man, you're in your, your humidity is like, is like ours, you know, in Thailand. I mean, they have, I mean, I mean, here it's like in the eighties, but over there, he's got like hundred percent humidity, like almost every day. And he's like, he's like, just put it on and wipe it off immediately. There's no need to wait around. He's like, you know, the minute you're putting it on um, the, the substrate, you know, it's already bonding instantly. Yeah. And then your humidity is so high, it's going to flat. So, so I've always ever since, well, not always, but I guess for the past two and a half years now or whatever, since, since the first time I joined IGL and he taught me that, like, I just do that across the board, um, yeah. no matter what coding I'm using, because I know it's going to happen. 
Um, now this past year, I've been able to, to work it a little bit because I've got the, uh, the little portable air conditioner I put in the shop, which also acts as a humidifier. So I can drop that like 82-ish percent humidity down to about like 50, um, which does give me a little bit more work oh, yeah. if, if I need to. But yeah, sometimes, you know, it, it's, it's definitely wipe on and wipe off. And uh, I don't know how you guys up north sometimes can, you know, like, oh man, I do a whole, like, I forget who I talked to. Somebody was like, man, I could coat a whole car, go to lunch for an hour, and then come back and level it down. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can't, I can't waste that kind of time, man. I, like, I, I, <laughs> I love the fact that I can wipe it on and wipe it right off. Like yeah. I'm zipping around the car faster. Um, no, I, I was the same way when I first encountered high humidity and, and how fast the flash was now fast the wipe off. I was worried about it bond. Is it, right? Is this even on the paint long enough for it to bond? And right. Do its thing? Am I, am I, basically wiping off the coating completely from the car and talking to some of the groups are like a realm of coatings is a good group. Yes. And yeah, we an were awesome group. the chat too. We were talking about it and we had, that's one of the things I love about, well, IGL too. Cause I think Danny Chong's in the, in the, uh, yeah. a lot of the groups and he, he chimes in. Oh yeah. And, all the time. And with, and with uh, Angel Wags group, we have access to the, to the, uh, you're getting beat up. I know. <laughs> we have access to the chemist, John Hogg, and he's an open book. You can't understand nice. half the stuff he says because he's a freaking scientist. <laughs> like he, he can break stuff down on a level to where you're just, you know, your mind is blown. But yeah. it all comes down to transferring solids through chemicals to the paint. And he's like, well, if you wipe, once it touches the paint, you see that flash or that separation, the beads it's already done its thing. It's there. It's not going right. anywhere. Right. Exactly. Start leveling. That's, yeah. that's pretty amazing. Oh, that's good, man. So, um, you know, with you doing that, maybe this falls into this next question. Um, what are some things that you're looking forward to, um, and learning, you know, in the, in the future? Um, um, me is more about refining my processes to get more efficient. Um, that's a thing I'm constantly trying to do especially when i work at a shop or when i'm traveling and i only have a certain amount of time to right. do stuff um because like i said i'm i'm not a i'm not a production detailer in the sense where i have timelines to meet i tell when i do my cars that i when i travel with i tell them like hey i'm gonna have your car for three or four days right exactly and i can take my time and do what i want to with it but then transfer it over to a shop where I get paid on commission. So the more cars I get done, right, the more money I can make that week. Yeah. And so not that we rush, it's not about rushing or cutting corners, but it's like just okay, being more efficient. Yeah. It's yeah. a different mindset. More the more efficient I am, the more money I can make. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that's that's kind of like me. When I've got shit to do, I can I'll jam a car out. But if I don't have any timeline, I don't have anything to do, then it's like you know, I do a two couple panels and go on Facebook and see whoever's clowning around and post yeah. stuff up and do a couple more panels and take a break and, 
you know, listen to some radio or some, or some different music, try to pick some different music or, you know, so, you yeah, know, I, I definitely get it because, you know, I, I, I kind of have that, that switch, you know, if I know I've got to get this done in a certain amount of time, because I've got oh, yeah. either something coming in after, or I've got to be done with it a certain amount of time to go do something, you know, pick the kid up from school or whatever. Um, then, yeah, I mean, it's, it's different. Um, so, so you definitely don't want to go to, uh, to rips rips school of training detailing <laughs> <No>. school whole <laughs> <laughs> rip he's such a, that dude is a trip, he's such a good sport about it he, he is he, man i love ted opens yeah. up to, he knows he's gonna get roasted i know <laughs> he does it on purpose i think he likes the uh, attention <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um so so this was something that happened to me um last week um and and it and it kind of got in my mind so i wanted to i wanted to kind of talk with detailers about it um doubting yourself um have you ever gotten like where you felt like maybe you got in over your head on a job um, oh, God. maybe you bit off more than you could chew and you, you're afraid <laughs> you know like you know but obviously in the end the client's happy you're good you know and all that stuff but you know that just that self-doubt i mean i had that last week with with that really nasty interior that I did. And, and I don't do interiors a lot. Um, you know, so about halfway through, I was like, shit, what did I do? You know, like, <laughs> why did I do this? Why did I agree to this? Um, so it's something I wanted to ask detailers, like, you know, do you get in your own head, you know, and, and have self-doubt? Absolutely. And I think, well, I think a lot of the people we know would be open to talk about it, but I think there's, I think that's gets into anybody's head that does this shit. Yeah. There's a lot of people with big egos that won't, you know, publicly talk about it or admit it. They won't even admit it to themselves. <clears throat> right. But, oh, absolutely. That I've had numerous jobs where I've been like, man, maybe, maybe detailing is not for me. Maybe I should go do something <laughs> else. <laughs> is, is Walmart hiring? Right. Yeah, exactly. This car. <laughs> And I, and it's been, and that's the thing, like, it doesn't matter how many times you've done a certain type of, of paint or a certain car, like you, you, once you do a bunch of them, you have a formula in your head, like, okay, I know what the level of defects this has. I right. know what those paints that respond to this compound, this pad, this combo. And then you go and you start on it and it just, you know, sticks the middle finger in your face. It's like, sorry, right. that's, <laughs> that's not going to work this time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we did that big ass monster truck in, in Brian's shop. We had the, I think we had a truck for like seven days. Wow. And, and the paint, I've never, it's, it was a, I want to say it's this eight, 2018, 17 okay. or 18 Denali truck, black. Everything I did to that truck made it worse. Wow. What I, I cut it. And then finishing was a bastard, but even cutting, I kept finding more and more shit. Like I, I'd cut it and then I'd have to polish it with a medium polish to get yep. the haze Dude, off yeah. and the cut. And then I would see more deeper defects that I had missed that the guy was expecting to be out. Right. So I'd go back and cut again. We did that for a couple of days. And then I finally got to polish and I was like, cool, I'll have this done. I'll polish this truck out. I'll bang it out tomorrow. It'll be like a you know, nine or 10 hour day. I'll polish this truck out tomorrow. I'll be ready to coat the next day. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that It was the softest, stickiest paint I've ever seen in my life. Dude. Oh, I man. had I was perfect finish on an orange HDO and perfect finish on a yellow roots pad and it wouldn't wipe off. Wow. 
no matter, I went down to speed two, faster arm speed, slow. I did everything to adjust and I ended up having to polish off the, the polish. The residue. I had to polish off the polish, which I used the, I think it was perfect polish from, was Angel Wax with like a black pad, super, super low speed, real fast arm movements and then wipe off. And it was, and then I made a mistake after doing that. I sprayed a pre-coat on it and it hazed up the whole fucking panel. Oh. It just like, as soon as it hit it, you can see it just, I had to go back and polish that again. Oh man. So that one, that one made me think about doing something different with my life. That's, that's when you <laughs> get on the phone and you get a ticket for Cormie to come up and knock it out since he's the king of GMC paint or GM paint. <laughs> Oh, he's helped me out. He's gave me a lot of combos. His his resurrection and Landswool and yeah. the perfect finish after is is uh that's I've used that a lot. But like this one, it was I said no, it wasn't yeah. happening. <laughs> and then and then what makes this worse? This was uh like I said, we had the car for almost I think it was six or seven days. It was a pretty big ticket job. It was around three thousand dollar ticket because Brian polished his wheels and coated them too oh okay which he threw in at us you know a couple days before he wanted it picked up hey, yeah go ahead and polish those wheels front and back you wanted the back side <laughs> wheels because oh. he, he had a suspension right you know, right, suspension right. Lift on it. you can see everything he wanted yeah. all the parts pretty that's, uh, that sucks because you can't put that on quick jacks and pull the wheels off to spin the wheel around to do it you got to climb underneath oh no we, we had to take them all off and it was, oh, you did take them off nice yeah but Here's the thing. Here's the kicker. This this guy, I probably yeah, this the customer's never gonna hear this podcast, but probably this not. dude this dude picks up this car after us having it for a week. It like I said, it was around a three thousand dollar job with everything we did. He drives it, he's going home and he drives to a construction zone where there's stock concrete. So there's wet concrete on this car that he just picked up, paid all this money for. So what does he do? Drives it right. through a brush car wash. <laughs> Dude, that right there, I was like, you know what? I'm I told Brian, I was like, I'm I might quit, dude. I might not come back. <laughs> like right, I don't right. if, if that dude brings that truck back here for us to work on again, yeah. like I'm I'm taking a vacation somewhere. I'm gonna fucking leave. I'll go punch an old lady so I go to jail for a week. So <laughs> I, it was it was terrible. Wow. I, yeah, I've had that one. I've had a couple other ones where I I was up in a garage or down in a garage in Florida. It was was like 100 degrees and like 80% humidity. I'm just pouring sweat, dripping in a non-climate controlled garage with limited space, poor lighting. And I'd burnt. It was one where I'd used an old bottle of coating. I was trying to put it off. And I had had a couple bottles of open coating that I'd use for training events. And I didn't, and I, what I do now is when I open a bottle, I'll keep it in the box. It comes in, I'll write a date on it that I open it. So I can keep yeah. track of it. I heard that on something. I heard somebody say that. And I, I was like, okay, that's should have thought of that. that's a no brainer. Right. But this bottle, I don't know how many months old it was. And I was using it on the truck that I'd worked that day. I'd worked like 15 or 16 hours on. Cause I had another truck lined up to do the next day or the day after or something. And so I'd use this old bottle of coating and, and as soon as I put it on, it, I knew I was screwed because it felt different. It reacted right. different, it hazed up. It would not level. It would not wipe off. It was just, it was a nightmare. Wow. And this is 
this is like at 2 30 3 o'clock in the morning and i'm like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i've got the whole bed cut polished and finished i'm gonna coat the bed then tomorrow all i gotta do is the cab and because i'd already cut everything i had polished the bed i just had to polish the front of the truck and coat everything i wanted to do i'd already been there all that time and i had it ready i was gonna go ahead and coat it right and, right uh, it, it it was a nightmare i had to and genesis like once it cures once it sets up you're not reactivating it like if right. you don't get it right it's that shit cures and it cures hard and fast and if you have an old bottle it cures super fast which right. I love. <laughs> it's great for whoever that helps out that i was able to pass that info on to yep. but yeah i had to learn the hard way and that that truck oh man that one made me question myself too so i've, I've definitely been there on that aspect of it yeah where, when i when i first started <clears throat> and wasn't as busy with the codings i i i learned that or some somebody had said that you know you just when you crack it open put the put the date on it um because most coatings once you crack them open are good for like six months or something like that i think um and and if they're not cracked open i think like two years if they're sealed um, yeah. we're still good so i used to um i used to uh write the date that I cracked it open on. And then, then once I started getting kind of busy enough, then I would get to the point where what I would do with the Kenzo boxes, um, cause I knew I could get like, I could get about three cars out of a Kenzo kit, um, which is about the norm. Um, so what I would do is once I did my first car, I would take a black Sharpie and I, and I would color in the K and then okay. so, so I, I when I grabbed that box, I knew, okay, well, the K is colored in. So I know I got one car. So then when I got to the E, that's when I knew like, okay, you know, if I've, if I've got more lined up, I need to do my order now because I've got enough in this right. bottle to do one more car, you know, before I'm going to need another one. So that's how I used to kind of keep track on my Ken. That's smart. <clears throat> yeah, I just, I would just mark out the because the, there's not a lot of room on the on the kenzo box to write like a date because it's a black box with very yeah. little green or whatever um so that's where i i got into i would just start coloring out the letters um for every car that i did um kind of deal so yeah um yeah, that, that definitely helps out a lot and like i said i wish when i saw that i was like jesus that's so simple like right it <laughs> could have saved me a lot of headache <laughs> exactly what are some things you like to do outside of detailing? Um, cars, obviously I'm into cars. I've got a built Z06. Uh, and the other thing is probably shooting. I do a lot of shooting. I've been, a, I'm a uh, NRA certified firearms instructor. And when oh, I nice. go to, when I was in Florida, I was in Florida the last six years of my career before I retired in the Air Force. Right. And a buddy of mine, he has a, company called on target concealed carry and he was doing a thing for uh enlisted spouses like if your husband's deployed or your wife's deployed if your spouse is deployed i'll give you uh he did a month of free classes for them you know the spouses are at home alone they're right. off or whatever it's like you want to take a concealed carry class i'll do it for you for free for this month and then the next two months after that was half price That's and cool. he he stayed, he booked up so many students that he needed some help teaching. And I went out and we went over his training plan and uh, the, uh, his PowerPoint and everything, the presentation. And we started doing that. And I really liked it. That was, that was fun. I liked it a lot. Right. Kind of transferred over from military. As you get more higher up in rank, you end up being 
you oversee like training programs and managing training training programs for the new guys coming up because there's every career field in the unit I was in is there's it's several layers of they call it a oh god what's it called ah <sighs> anyways there's a identifier for what level of training you've had and where right. you're in your in your professional career and that just naturally transferred over to doing something like firearms training where you're taking you're, you're teaching to like the lowest common denominator like you yeah. could have a class of 10 people two other people they've been shooting guns since they could walk there, then there's the old lady that's 80 years old and her husband's died and left her a bunch of guns and she's by herself she wants to learn how to shoot and then right. every everywhere in between so that it's pretty rewarding especially like we had an old lady that as she came in she had she had her husband's guns like in a sock her <laughs> single action cowboy era revolver was in a sock wow loaded ready to go but it was in a freaking sock like and she was she might have weighed 87 pounds Jeez. didn't know how to hold a gun didn't know how to shoot a gun was scared to death was terrified and we always stand behind them to make sure that you know they got the muzzle pointed in the right direction right they're, not, they're going through all their the mechanics of the holding the gun and getting a sight picture and all that and she was like i, I put my hand on her shoulder because she starts they'll, they'll shoot once and then they start leaning back but yeah. like, we're running there with you know put her hand on her shoulder and push her like lean forward right. you could feel it, like she was vibrating she was shaking and at the end she was one of the best shooters in the whole class so it oh, was, that's cool that stuff is cool i like that's that's pretty rewarding oh that's but, neat that's so yeah cool. it's Got, I was into motorcycles for a while, but I haven't I haven't ridden in a long time. I got a sport bike in the garage. I just people hey, are. You should be here right now. Bike week is oh, going oh, yeah. crazy right now, man. Oh, I, I bet. I went down to uh, <laughs> Myrtle Beach a couple times for Sport Bike Week, and yeah. that was that was a blast. But uh, I've gotten away from that. It's just it's more it's, or less. It's, the, it's, it's the, been, since I've gotten into detailing, detailing. Like I said, I'm making money doing something I love doing, and right. that it's that cars and shooting when i can but right that's ammo is ridiculous right now you, yeah that's what they say triple or quadruple the cost to buy the most basic cheapest range ammo and you yep. can't find it anywhere yeah it's i'll tell you what on the you know the, the bike that the bike stuff it's it's been crazy here the so the the harley davidson dealership is like right on the back like the back side of my warehouse complex across the street and i mean they've just been live bands all week I've been, oh, yeah. <laughs> like anytime i take my headphones off like i'm listening to some some live band either do a really good job on some classic rock or absolutely butcher it. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's i think that's a prerequisite for any bike. <laughs> yeah oh um, we used to go over to panama city beach uh-huh. in, the spring in the summer and they always had massive bike beach just yeah. wall to wall bikes everywhere big time some guys know how to party for sure oh yeah yeah definitely um so who are some people that you look up to in the industry um do you have any mentors you know that that help you out things like that um there's been a couple people with igl that i looked at have helped me out a lot uh chris cormie is one uh chris seaton is one like awesome seaton is yeah he's like when the when i first I think it was my first Quartz Plus job I did. That was on a black Toyota Tundra. And it was my first time doing it. I was in my garage. I could barely, like I had to move all my shit out of the front of my garage when my uh, 
my cabinets and my toolbox and everything just so right. I could close the door with the truck in the in the in the garage and it was yeah. hot as hell it was humid in summertime and i had a few issues and i posted up in the igl uh facebook page and seaton's like what's your phone number i put it yeah. up there he called me within five minutes and then texted me throughout the next two days like try this try this if you're doing this like it was it was really cool the thing i love about chris is man he's like one of the first people to jump on and help you out but he's like one of the last people on there like beating his chest showing yeah, up yeah. like he like, doesn't show his, he doesn't hardly he ever hardly ever feel the need to do that and that's he's very right. humble that way right. and and but but again like like i said if you throw a question up there like he's usually one of the first people to answer you know to to try to reach out and and answer yeah. he, he's he's phenomenal i gotta get him on the podcast one day maybe oh, sure maybe next season i might reach out to him for that him um, and probably the two biggest people that have influenced me more that are like you know more well known and famous is I think I spoke about them on the uh, what's on your mind right. segment uh, Bill, Billy Boggess and and Tommy Davis yeah like I just I have a memory of a drunk goldfish I don't remember new information really well right right never Tommy. And Billy have told me stuff about the industry, about the business, about every aspect of detailing and and the, and stuff about the industry. I've I tune in and I lock in whatever they're saying. Right, right. Yeah. Really Billy's Billy's been really like I said I, when I met them, it's like Jesus, this is like this dude started, owns, and runs American Detailer Garage. He owns his own company. Yeah. And you go out to dinner with him, out for drinks. And he's, a, he's a regular dude. He's yeah. down to earth, real, humble, and doesn't sugarcoat anything, which is perfect. Yeah, he, def he definitely does it. <laughs> no, and, but, you know, that's one of the things I love about Billy is, I mean, he's yeah. not, you know, he's, he's not going to be PC. You know, he's, no. not, he's not going to kiss your ass. And if you nope. don't like it, whatever, he's going to just keep on doing his thing and, you know, sell, sell his yeah. products to the people that, that do, you know, like him and yeah. love him and support him. Yeah, um, straight, straight to the point. No BS, no fillers, no, yep. no sugarcoating, nothing. You're good. You're going to, you're going to get, I don't want to say raw, but that's what it is. He's yeah. you know, raw truth. What this yeah. is, what this is, this is what you know i don't want to go into our private conversations but you know the stuff he's told me is everything he's told me whether it's about a company or about a person or about somebody that's making noise in the industry he was like watch this shit will be this person will be yeah completely off the radar six months or a year from now this person is irrelevant don't listen yeah. to this person don't buy into their bullshit and i was like okay maybe you know maybe billy just doesn't like this dude or whatever sure enough six months a year later that person or that company or that product or whatever that person is trying to push and sell yeah exactly ends up being smoke and mirrors and bullshit and, and eventually it exposes itself or the trash takes itself to the curb as they say yeah so and he's, he's got a lot of insight on that i mean and, and again i think you know just because of the way that he is you know no you know no filler or no filter you know you're gonna get what you get kind of deal he sees through all that bullshit yeah. that's out there and he can see like okay that person's full of bullshit you know and i know you know from what i've dealt with it's not gonna last so yeah he's he's awesome and and, and you mentioned tommy tommy's great too oh uh, yeah 
Yeah. First time I met Tommy as, as at the same event as the Angel Wax event at, uh, for an auto Adderley thing that they put on, okay. which I'm looking forward to them getting back to doing that. They they do train. They were doing trainings where, especially if you're an auto Adderley detail member, like basically you're paying for the product. Yeah. If you get all the that hey. interior detailing class, Angel Wax class, where you can buy different packages of stuff, and it was. Just really, really cool. And right. Alan, Alan Rich's shop, uh, distinct automotive appearance. Yeah. Hey, you got your, you got your hand over the mic. Oh, is that better? A little bit. It went really weird. I mean, like I can hear you, but it's it sounds like you're a million miles away. That's weird. Yeah. All right, we'll figure it out. Let me see. There you is go. Is that any better? Hold it closer. Yeah, a little bit. That's weird. There you go. Now it's perfect. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, you look at the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever. I'll look at the ceiling. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the auto, 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 say that three times fast. The autoality. Uh, they used to, I, I didn't know they did trainings up there. Um, yeah. Um, like I said, it was at Allen's shop, which is real close to where the auto alley warehouse is. Oh, okay. That's and pretty cool. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. They, 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 uh, I think they do, uh, they're a Seacourt's finest shop. But uh, again, Allen is no frill shop. They do great work, but you go into their shop and there's not a thousand bottles of chemicals. Yeah, they, they have a. They've definitely figured out their process, what works and what doesn't. They stick with their process. They, they do fantastic work, and like I said, they're they've been nice enough to host events. They've hosted training events from Autoality, and they host uh, Billy's. Uh, freedom fest that he does every year which we didn't okay. yeah yeah we didn't get through this year so yeah they're awesome they're great and and tommy i was talking to tommy because we stayed at the same hotel and i was kind of new to igl and i was right. like yeah i kind of i'm just you know i'm compared to a lot of these other guys i'm i'm nobody i'm a little tiny bug on the fucking windshield He's like, no, man, you're you're a valuable part of that team. They're lucky to have you. And like, I barely knew this dude. And he's like, you kind of he could tell I was that self doubt that you were talking about. Yeah, I, right. I was wondering. So I'm sitting here at this event with these guys that are industry icons, are huge, and here I am, you know, this yeah. idiot <laughs> paid eighty dollars for his LLC. Like, <laughs> and they both gave me a lot of good points and uplifted me and gave me some inspiration. It was really really cool. That's like, okay. I'm, I'm doing I'm, I'm in the right room i'm doing the right thing this is what i'm supposed to be doing exactly exactly and that's and that's the cool thing right like like guys like tommy and guys like billy and i mean there's a bunch of them but you know the ones that are that are down to earth and you're like you know you you, you almost kind of expect them to be a different way because a lot of people in the industry are a different way right like they're they feel like they're high and mighty and you know they've you know, reached a certain point in this, you know, so it's, it's, to me, it's, it's awesome when you get to see guys like that and they're just, oh, yeah. and they're just like, man, I'm no better than you, you know, kind of deal. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, we all know, you know, Tommy's Tommy's deal. Tommy's been in the industry forever, you know, detailing with Vincent and his brother and movie cars and stuff like that. And, you know, it was nice when we had Tommy on the podcast and Tommy's telling me and Jason, like, like man, the, the stuff you guys do like blows me away because he's, 
you know, not really that kind of detailer. He never really got to that kind of level. So, you know, he loves being able to watch, you know, what everybody does. Oh yeah. Especially with his product. So that's, that's always a cool thing. Oh yeah. And it's, I said, I've met, and all of this goes back to that first week here in, in Dayton, Ohio at uh-huh. Klein detailing with Eric Klein, who's right. essentially supposed to be my competitor. And it's never been like that. We and him are good friends now. So I, even yeah. though Eric, Eric's like, what, shit, 13 or 14 years younger than me, uh-huh. I, still look up, I still look up to him a lot. And I still, I was able to learn a lot from him by being right. in a shop versus doing stuff on my own in my garage and doing stuff for friends and family members. I got to see the shop side of it and it's been invaluable. I, I guess that's stuff I absolutely, as I go forward and, start doing more and more of my own and if the, the move to Virginia or whatever happens and I set up my own shop I've the stuff I've learned from him and Brian is just I can't I can't right. put a value it's been great oh, and yeah. it's opened the you know the the uh sorry I've had a, the rum's hitting <laughs> <laughs> going to the events like the SEMAs and the and the MTE and the Freedom Fest and all that stuff. The right. network, yeah. Okay. The networking with other people all started with Eric and Eric and and Tommy are really good friends. Yeah. I never would have got to where I'm at with Angel Wax had I not been introduced to Tommy. Right. And just sitting down with Tommy, like we sat down a few, a few times, and we have a lot in common. The way we think, the way we look at stuff, the way we were brought up, old school type stuff. We're both similar in age and. Yeah, Tom, Tommy's awesome. I'm looking forward to going to Vegas next week. Yeah, that that would be a good time. I think that's gonna be fun for you guys. Um, <clears throat> so, what are some of your favorite products that you like? Well, obviously Genesis for coating. I love that. Uh, perfect finish. I mean, it's aside from the one job <laughs> out of you know out of how many hundreds of people. Right, I've right. <laughs> That stuff, it's that's pretty much like I, I'm always. I, you know, I spoke about efficiency and trying to get things done faster. I'm always looking for a better, harder cutting compound. Like a, like I did a Mercedes. It's a 2009 Mercedes SL with that ceramic clear. Okay. Oh my god, dude! The hardest paint I've ever messed with. So I'm always looking for processes and ways and better compounds. Something that cuts faster. I don't care about haze. I don't care how it finishes. If I know I'm two stepping it, I'm going, I'm going full cormy. I'm going aggressive. I'm going to get this shit knocked out so I can get to the polishing stage. But perfect finish has been probably my most one of my most used finishing polishes. Um, regenerate. I love regenerate. Yes, that's awesome. On soft paints. It's cuts and on hard paints, I've finished cars with it with regenerate. When you, if you cycle it out, like on BMWs or Mercedes, I, I'll I've finished with regenerate on a either a blue or orange HDO pad countless times, and it's just it's phenomenal. I love that. That's that's something I take with me everywhere. And that's another thing with the efficiency part is I have a fairly not a big SUV. I have a BMW X5. That's my daily. It's a diesel. Gets great gas mileage. I travel across the country with it, but I have limited space, so I can't. I can't always take all right. of the stuff with me that's in the shop that I have available. Yeah. So I have to pick. Okay, what's going to work and be the most versatile on 
whatever I'm going to see down there. Cause I could, you know, I could get down to Pensacola and I have four different brands of cars and different paints and stuff. So I'm always trying to find, like I said, that's where the efficiency part comes in, trying to narrow down. Cause I, that's, that's the end of the day. I still love testing. So I love the new style of trying out new stuff. Right. Right. Exactly. But, but you have to get to a point where, okay, this is my go-to. This is what's going to cover the most range of vehicles that I'm going to see. Cause like, like I said, you get down different places. They don't have, you know, a detailed supply shop where you can go to and pick stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, then, and then you don't want to have to try to order something that's going to take a couple of days to get there. Right. Or, yeah. Exactly. Are you paying crazy money out the ass to, you know, get it expedited? Um, and, that, and that's what, that's what makes me, I don't even offer when I travel, I don't offer any other level other than Genesis. It's you're getting a five-year coding. Right. This is my price for it. Take it or leave it because it's single layer. Once I code it, I'm done with that car. I can go start the next one. And it doesn't require any toppers or boosters. So it's a lot easier for a customer to maintain and still perform. Cause it's, I've gone, I'll, like I said, I, I try to go down and check on cars I've done like every, at least five or six months. Sometimes I go more often and I'll tell them like, okay, you might need a decon wash now. We'll, I'll go buy some McGuire's ultimate right. all cleaner we'll spray the car down after we rinse it off now your coating's unclogged it's back to doing day one so that's that has been huge being able to give them some put something on their car that i know is going to withstand being out in the elements and doesn't need it's not super finicky with maintenance and what it needs with toppers and stuff right right no, that's cool. Um, it, it's actually kind of funny. We were just talking about Tommy and Tommy started messaging me. Um, he said, so he said to tell you what's up because I told him we're on the podcast. Um, this will drop tomorrow. So everybody let's wish Tommy a happy birthday because his birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, Tommy. Happy birthday, brother. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh yeah um we've got a cool thing going on for the next podcast um i don't want to mention it yet or here but tommy's hooking a brother up um um all right man so uh we're at that fun time of the podcast where we do the this or that question um so it's it's just this or that um if you want to elaborate, I, I'm flexible with it. If not, we just move right on to the next. Okay. Um, so interiors or exteriors? Oh, exteriors. <laughs> Rupes or flex? Oh, Jesus. That, mm. I, have to say, I have to go with ru the rupees. The rupees. You're yeah, not a, I was you're not a real you're not a real detailer if you don't have the rupees apparently <laughs> apparently i was a flex <laughs> guy for like over a year i made fun of roots people i was right, like right. we had a training at the igl training it was seat i was messing with seat and he's like uh because uh, chris metcalf from flex was sponsoring the training and had a yep. bunch of machines to work with and yeah. i had already messed i had a 3401 for like the first year I, I started doing this shit seriously and i loved it just hammering shit out yep and I would. I was messing with Seaton. I was like, he said, "Oh, if you're going to use your roots on on that panel, I'll go ahead and turn the circuit breaker on and off to simulate <laughs> the <laughs> simulate you lose power because you don't have no power with that damn roots." But uh, I, I started. I actually used one of Brian's. His his he had a Mark III with an Excel backing plate on it, uh -huh. and I used it on a Corvette ZR1 that we were doing. That I was having a hard time 
getting a finish down right with a 3401. Yeah. I used that and I was like, it was like a, like a light bulb going off. To, it's, it was butter. A it's, it's butter, man. I mean, well, I mean, they're, they're definitely two different machines. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a Rupes guy. It's just cause what I started on, it's what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Um, but I've used the 3401 a couple of times, but I'll tell you what, man, I feel like I just went a couple of rounds with Mike Tyson using that thing. I mean, it, <laughs> it's a, it, it works you, you know, I mean, it's, it, oh, it's, yeah. it's a beast of a machine. Like I said, after using it for a year and a half and trying that, that roots, like, and it finished better because yeah. it was just weird. That paint, that card gave me, it kicked my ass a little bit because there's so many different panels on the car, like the roof on the ZR1s is, is a C6 ZR1. The roof is, is carbon fiber. The rest of the body panels are a composite. Yeah. They were all reacting differently. They were all finishing differently. Yep. The roof's just, I was able to do the whole car with it, whereas the, the yeah. flex was quite me. You know, I, I know everybody bitches about the stalling, but what I've figured out <clears throat> over the past five plus years of using them um, shoot, actually probably longer than that. We were using them at the car wash probably six or seven years now using them. Um, is a lot of times when it stalls out, um, if you, if you just balance it back out, um, it, then, it, then it, then it'll work. Um, I notice a lot of times when I get stalling, it's because I, I'm, I'm pushing down more on the handle end. um, and not balancing the machine properly. Yeah, uh, I've noticed the same thing where it's just a slight adjustment and where you're applying pressure. Yep. To get that yep, exactly. Um, so cleaning windows or washing and folding towels? Uh, <laughs> folding towels. <laughs> Sun shots or lighted shop shots? Um. Both are great, but it's hard to get the sun to be exactly where you want it, when you want it. So I think for customers like seeing the gloss under the lights, the shop lights. Yeah, that's that's what I like them for. But to me, nothing beats a sunshot. No, yeah, for sure. It's just, especially here in Ohio, it's, yeah. it's gray a lot of the times in the yeah, winter. Oh, it's just like I see all everybody's cloud shots and I'm like, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get clouds. I get either <laughs> bright right. sun or it's dead gray and raining or snowing. It's right. depressing. Uh, so mobile or shop? Oh, shop. Well, uh, that's tough because, like I said, all my shit is a lot of my own personal work is from traveling, but right. it's not. I'm doing stuff in a garage or in a shop, like an auto hobby shop on base. So yeah, shop, definitely yeah. shop. Uh, left Twix or right Twix? Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm gonna go right since I'm right-handed. <laughs> Wax or ceramic? Oh, ceramic. And last but not least, the most important question of oh, them all: Are you Team Alex or Team Noxy? <laughs> oh man, I knew that was coming. I'm going Team Alex since he's hosting the show right now. There you go. <laughs> all right, I think I'm catching up. Uh, I do want to do that. We talked about what I wanted to do. I, I forgot to expand on that. So what I want to do in the future, yeah. I definitely want to take one of the Gloss University classes. Oh man. I think that would be fantastic. Cormy to do another camp Cormy. I'm mad that I missed that. Right. Right. Just uh just don't do what Jason did. Um I never heard the story about what Jason did. I'll let Jason tell it. I'm not gonna <laughs> 
I'm not going to put that out there. Right. <laughs> He's my co-host. I don't, I don't want him quitting on me. <laughs> it's that bad. Huh? This is good. Now I'm yeah. really intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Just message Jason. I'm, I'm sure he'll tell you he laughs about it, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, I don't know. It might be out there. It might not be out there. He but doesn't I, want, something he doesn't want public being made. public. <laughs> probably, not. probably not. But yeah, uh, the, the Gloucester university thing intrigues me too. I mean, we, um, we had Davey P um, on the other night with, with Chris uh, um, D Giovanni um, talking about the switch over from, from Lake country to Burke with David and, um, uh, and that whole deal. And then we, we talked a little bit at the end um, about gloss university. Um, and I mean, man, that just sounds like it's, you know, to me, that sounds like that's the training to do, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. you're, you're going to sure. put out, if you're going to put out money, like that's, that's the one to do. And it's, it's not cheap, but again, like for what you get out of that class, you know, I mean, you've got Jason Kilmer teaching sanding. Yeah. You know, with <laughs> Knox, Knox doing sanding too, you know, and then you got, um, I think um, Jason Otterness. I don't know if he does. Well, I know he was at the, the first one, but I don't know if he's doing all of them, but I think so. Cause they're, they're down here at the, the G technique summit um, thing in, in Tampa doing a gloss university class there too, this weekend. Oh, so really? There's not the same. I need to find out. I would have gone to that actually. Yeah. So Jason Otterness is uh, I think a part of that and he does, you know, like the business side of it um, talks about, you know, running the business and things like that. I mean, it just, I mean, you can't go wrong with the guys that, that, that Dave put together with that. Oh um, yeah. So, um, no, that's a superstar team for sure. People, yeah. Like, and, and that's the thing where I don't, I told, I've said before on the other one, on the, on the what's on your mind thing, like yeah. we get in our own way and detailers, especially get in the, get, get out of your own way. Yeah. Quit thinking that you're a better car washer than the other car washer. You can always, all, I always want to learn. I'm always evolving, always, you know, always down to absorb. Now, and that's the best thing about the SEMAs and the other industry type shows, who gives a shit about the cars and the products? It's getting with right. people that do the same thing and that have the same passion for it. I pick up something from all of them. Right, right, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, even just scrolling through Facebook, you know, you see somebody that does something and you're like, holy cow, like, how'd you do that? You know, and, yeah. you know, and they're like, oh, I did this and I did that. And you're like, mm, okay, you know, yeah. and you put it, put it to use the next time you're in that situation. So no, I, I think that's right. Um, all right, Rain. Well, that's that's it, man. We're probably about an hour and twenty. I'm trying to keep okay. these things. I'm trying to keep these things under under two <laughs> two hours. Not like yeah. we did. We did that one time, and then we did those. I did those couple of three hour ones, and I refuse to do those anymore. Yeah. Um, so I, I appreciate you being on. Like I said, man. I you know we're glad we got to talk to you at the on the what's on your mind. But I definitely wanted to have you back on just kind of this level and you know let everybody get to know a little bit more about you kind of on this level versus all the nonsense we talked about on what's on your oh mind. yeah we were we were all over <laughs> yeah yeah we <laughs> that was were. it was a good time though i enjoyed it it was it was it was a good episode i think it's got i think it's got like 90 something listens somewhere around there oh, so wow. i mean that's i mean that's, that's awesome. a yeah yeah i mean that's that's you know pretty good one so um all right, buddy. I'm gonna let you uh, go back to whatever it is you're doing. Um, uh, try to uh, be nice at your parole hearing, so we can have you back on 
Facebook. <laughs> All um, right, brother. Oh, well, that's that's the other thing. Uh, uh, man, it's, I, I'm lost here. Uh, so if anybody wants to get in touch with Rain, uh, obviously you can't on Facebook right now. <laughs> but <laughs> but if anybody wants to reach out to you, how, how do they find you? Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, TikTok Snapchat, OnlyFans? Uh, Rain, OnlyFans was a massive failure. I crashed and burned on that. No one yeah. subscribed. Um, I'm giving up on that. I'm filing a lawsuit. Okay. Um, <laughs> but on uh, Facebook, it's just my name, Rain Albertson, or my backup account. Sheldon Albertson. Uh, I am on Instagram, Rainman Z06. Um, I need to get. I need to stay more engaged on on Instagram. I'm I'm horrible on Instagram. I yeah, need to stay I am too. Yeah, the uh, yeah Facebook and Instagram is it for right now. Okay. Uh, I don't mess with I don't mess with Twitter or anything else. Yeah, Not for a long time. I've been on there a long time. Don't do Snapchat. I'm 46 years old. I don't, yeah. I don't need to do I don't need filters on Snapchat. Too old, too old for that shit. Yeah, not, <laughs> well, you, well if, you know, if you had a real nice beard like Jason, you could do the 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 beardless. Oh, that was hilarious. Filter. <laughs> that was freaking hilarious. I died by. So I was like, "Who's this little baby on here?" <laughs> that was that was awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. So, all right, man, I, I appreciate it. Um, you know, thanks again for for being on. Um, oh, thanks for having me, brother. Yeah, man, and uh, you know, have fun next week in uh in Vegas. Um, next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tuesday. Yeah. Another yeah. six days. Okay. Yeah. Have have fun with that, and uh, and we'll see you soon, man. All right, brother. Good talking to you. All right, man. Thank you. Bye. Later.